This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first cute, damn it, shodan and <laughs> student at Aikido Fresno. Man. That's been a while yeah, since you had a slip a, on yeah. that, yeah. It's... Are you feeling more first cute-ish today? Yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, like, feeling stupid. Yeah, the world's new, just like a baby fresh first cue. <laughs> yeah. Just like a baby first cue. I haven't got there yet. I haven't got there. Well, uh, welcome to the episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd like to give apology, so I'm sorry that the last couple episodes have been late to go up. Um, one was because it was recorded late, and one was because I screwed up, and I fucking... Didn't, just didn't do forgot, what I was supposed yeah. to. Yeah, but we moved into a new house, uh, just getting into new rhythms, and it's really challenging. And there's a lot of, I'm doing a lot of editing and a lot of figuring stuff out right now, so I'm just kind of a little swamped. So you guys are just going to have to deal with it. Sometimes we <laughs> might be a little late. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully we'll get this season thing, and then they will be when you can expect Yeah, them for sure. Yeah, so we have plans on that, just uh, so everyone knows. We're, we're, we're still in talks. We're still but, in talks, yeah. but we're going to move into a seasonal format. Seasonal format. And uh, so you'll get a certain amount of seasons for the year, and then you're just going to have to pace them out yourself yep. to make sure that you don't just listen to them all in, uh, you know. <laughs> one day? The whole, not in one day, but you know, because we'll, we'll meter it out, I'm sure. But, yeah. All right. You know, IQ to discuss is like a box of chocolates. You have to portion them out, eat them slowly. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> where you were going with the box that. of chocolates. Yeah, portion them you out cannot, and eat them yeah. slowly. You have to like uh, squish every episode to see what's inside of it. See then, if it's going to be delicious yeah. or gross. Yeah. All right. Um, so this episode is what I I know we talked about it, but a Timmy. All right. Maya pointed out something that I had never thought of, and and when she pointed it out, I was like, maybe we should just do this. We're better when we have episodes that are just titled something that don't don't have a question. They don't answer a question. Mm-hmm. Now, see, so you say that, and then none of our listeners are ever going to send us anything again. And, no, but and then well, we're going to be like, question, damn we'll it. Just, we'll just make it a word. Right. Yeah. Well, right. And, and your point, which I think is valid, is that uh, if there's a question, like, we tend to answer questions very quickly and very like matter of factly like oh okay well here's the answer and then it's like he was just dumb the end. 45 minutes of right. um why we answered the way that we did right 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 um instead of like whatever but if we have a word or something that we can there's a little <clears> more exploration and there we therefore we just kind of riff yeah and that's the fun stuff it is i, I mean I, that's I, what we do anyway but if we have a an, a question then we answer the question and then we riff and there's not, a, you know. It, it seems to me that we get the best responses from episodes where we just just chat yeah. and just come up with random stuff to say. So. Okay. So that's this episode So <laughs> where we're talking about. <laughs> if this episode sounds like shit, then you know why. No. <laughs> um, okay. So let's just jump in. What about it? What about this uh, mysterious piece of aikido i just feel like 99 percent, right 99%, yeah 90 percent, 80 percent, 99 100 i don't know i uh, know i've heard a bunch i've heard yeah 70 percent, 85 percent, 90 percent, 100 it's a lot it's a I lot don't of know percentage. if i've ever heard 100 but yeah it's a, it's a high percentage no one ever said 30 percent though yeah. right no, no, no i don't think i ever heard 30 25 percent of aikido yeah. is 30. one fifth 
Um, I just think it's so interesting because there are like, Temi really seems like a hot button thing for a lot of people because they they're into adding like striking into Aikido, and so they're just like Temi's so important. Like, and they you know of course they quote the Aikido is blank percent of mm-hmm. Aikido is blank mm-hmm. percent of Aikido. Temi is blank percent of Aikido. Um, so there's that. I don't know. I saw something today. Someone had said that uh, that um, throwing someone is like hitting them with the ground and so like you could you could call <laughs> that a kind of a temi and i think it's an interesting take hitting someone with the ground yeah um it's and hitting that uh, okay i guess it depends how you define a temi hitting the ground with them is a little more precise right right, right. uh so let's can we parse through the the word sure because i don't even think i i mean you know i know I guess I know what it is, but maybe I don't. Yeah, the root's ataru, um, which is something that hits something else. And then mi is your body. And so atemi is just hitting the body with something. Hitting the body yeah. with something. Okay. Yeah, contact with something. So in that case, uh, well, because uh, th- I don't think the throwing really... Is it a kind of atemi? I mean, you are... Uh, I think you would be hitting, hitting the, the, body ground. With the ground. You would be hitting the the ground with the body, not the other way around. A Timmy no cheat. That'd be like. And and I mean, and the other thing is, at least for us, um, the the throwing doesn't necessarily always involve the ground. So like, for us, that's that's not really a. That sounds amazing. Yeah. How do how do you not hit the ground when you get thrown? That's uh, isn't that like uh, the like Guide sky. to the ga- Galaxy? Like throw yourself to the Earth and miss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah, that's how we invented flying, <laughs> and that's and that's how we and started then, flying. Then we got our Neo powers finally. <laughs> yeah. Then our Aikido Dojo became something else. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, this is what you say, though. I think is interesting in that it's hitting the body with something, mm-hmm. and so. I think that a lot of times when people hear the word, they think punch, kick, sure, headbutt, sure, whatever, um, and they don't necessarily think stick, sword, stick, bullet, sword, bullet, arrow, right, right, uh, whatever else, ground, <laughs> yeah. If we're going that way with it. I think the other thing too, so like, I think it's good to address like the implications of what people think of with when we talk about a temi, like. So the implication you're saying is like we we think it's implied that we're talking about with the fist or the, like some part of I'm hitting someone with with some a part, part of, of my, my body. body your body with my um and I think the other implication is that um that we assume is that we're hitting to cause damage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um hitting to to hurt in some way. I don't know if everybody has that assumption, but there's a seems to be a lot of people that I encounter that are like, well, yeah, like. Yeah, fuck well, them. if you're gonna, fuck them up. I mean, if you're gonna hit someone, but I mean, there's other might, reasons you to might hit as someone. Well, be hurting them. Right? I mean, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I think the thing, like an important thing to understand, is like whenever we're using these words, they're just colloquial uses to someone, and so you know, it's like, it's like in wrestling, right? There's like a flying mare or a wizard <laughs> or a. Uh, you know, there's all these things yeah, yeah, like yeah. these, you know, uh, a Tulsa leg ride, uh, you know, like there's all these kinds of things. Did, did you just make those up? 
Are no, those I think real? those are all real. Yeah. I love oh Tulsa um, Leg Ride. Yeah. Anyways, look that up. but um, <laughs> but like, so there's all these kinds of things that like they sometimes mean different things in different places mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. like like those are all like I, I think kind of standardized wrestling but like there's a lot of those that aren't like you know if you're watching wrestling videos i'll see two people from you know and, and i'm i'm quoting wrestling because it's american and i'm american and right, i can watch sure. a, a variety yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. you watch someone from like um arizona state and someone from you know iowa and they'll be doing the same technique with totally different names right, they'll call it um and, and it's, not, it's like this stuff's not set in stone and so a good example was the other day i i had a video up that said um, a Timmy Waza in Aikido, and I showed like Shoman, Yokoman, and Ski, and someone said like those aren't a Timmy Waza, and I was like, "What and do you're you like, mean?" What? And he was like, "He was like, no, the Timmy Waza are all the little hits you do in the middle of techniques, right?" Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you're doing like Katate Dori Ikkyo Omote or something, right, when you do that little triangle and you hit him in the face, right, right. he says those are all a Timmy, and it's like. Well, that's correct, and I'm sure with some teachers, that's exactly the only way you would use right. it. But anytime I'm hitting, so Shomanuchi is definitely an atimi. Like, right. it yes. is an atimi, right? Yes. And and so is, you know, uh, Yoko Manucci with a boken, and so is uh, Manucci getting geish, or, right. you know, like any of these things, these are, these are like, um, these are all atimi. And so we're not going to get to the bottom of it. I mean, this is kind of this thing that is irritating me a lot is it's like, I think as Westerners, we think there's this mystery and we're going to get in and solve it, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. we, we're not going to because people are just doing their fucking thing. Right, right. And so a Timmy just means hitting something with something. Hitting I think, a body with right, something. Right, But I do think that you're, I, and I mean, I think this is one of the problems is that I think there there are assumptions to that that are based on however you've been shown the thing. Right. And so right, I do right. think there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, it, it, it to me is all of that, the the little things that are sort of outside of the actual technique right? Um, that can be done, whatever. And so you need to remember that while we're doing our, you know, inside turn off of the song, we can get an elbow to their face or to their, you know, whatever, their ribs or whatever. Um, and so I think that's what people assume these things are, or, you know, they just assume, you know, straight up trying to punch someone. Yeah. And then I do my code of guys or whatever. I think another thing, so I mean, I think that's part of it is that like, you know, a Timmy, there's some idea that it's something super special and not just hitting something with anything, just hitting something, you know? Um, and I don't think, think the word contact is a better word, like a better translation. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, this is just making contact body, with the body. body that's that's contact, it. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, but but another problem is I think people, and especially because Aikido is not really a striking art. I know that's the topic of this thing. But, you know, okay, we're, yeah. it's not like boxing. It's not like Muay Thai. It's not like, you know, it's not a striking art. It's not like karate or something. Um, and so so people believe that they're going to punch someone and kill them or something or punch mm -hmm. them and, and lay them out. Knock them out. Yeah. And and I don't think because I think they have not done enough striking that they don't realize you can get your perfect shot and unload it and, and not no, affect right, the right, other guy. Right, right. And like when you realize that, you're like, well, it's just kind of always a roll of the dice. And it's it's nice. Mm -hmm. It's it's good to take that risk. You right, know, right. like take that roll of the dice all the time. But it, it, there's no guarantee. Right. You know. That's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I, uh, so it's it's interesting because uh when you you say that it, you know, it's not a striking art and it's definitely not a striking art, but I think what is um you know, confusing I think is that it's so adjacent to yeah. uh striking and or grappling, but let, let's for yeah. the sake of this striking 
that that because it's so adjacent, it's confusing. Yeah. I think, you know, in English, in the United States, when you say striking, I think pretty much anyone who thinks at all about any kind of like, uh, God help me, combat sports or (laughs) um, uh, martial arts or something like that, right? So like anyone who thinks about those and they hear the word striking, they think immediately of punching and kicking. And I think that is just the way we use the word. Right. Right. Like, sure. I don't think it's that arguable, you know? And so if someone says it's a striking art, well, they're not talking about a screama or something, right? Like they're not talking about, you know, thema or, you know, they're not talking about that. And so I think like that's, that's the lens with which we look at all this stuff. And so when O-sensei says, you know, Aikido's... 90% 90% of Timmy or whatever, they're like, oh, then somehow it's a boxing art because that's what striking means right. here. I'm a striker. He's a striker, right? Right. So it's weird. We don't have kicks or whatever. That's yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And so like because of that, I think there's the first problem. And it's like if you said it's a contact game, which striking is a contact game. Aikido is a contact right. game. You know, like it's just about contact, you know, like right. you could argue sumo is maybe even a contact game, you know, like, cause it's just like sumo different than something else. Like, of course, throwing them, but you could just push them out of the right, ring right. and that's, you I know, I just want to hit like, them with my body. Right. To, yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. A tu- right. Like a game of touching. Exactly. Them. Right. Yeah. Like, a heavy touching game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> heavy touching. That's a, that's a different kind of game. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, really fun. I think so because that's the lens we use. And when people say, what is a Timmy? And someone just answers quickly a strike. Then they go, oh, then he's saying that it's striking. And that's how we would use the word. But it's not. That's right. not what that means. And that's why we get all these weird things of like, you know, uh, people trying to set things up off of jabs and off of weird kicks and things that aren't necessarily in the system traditionally. It's because we think that it's a striking art and those are strikes. Therefore, we should be able to use them interchangeably. Right. You know, right, 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 right. Which you can, I guess, in a way, if you're looking at it at the bigger picture of like, it is a contact. So whatever kind of contact they are trying sure, to make. Sure. You know, but if you look at it just strictly as a, a striking. I mean, you know, they have that professional tag or whatever now, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so you could you could I think quite reasonably say that professional tag is a contact game or an anti contact game, depending on what you know, for the guy doing the sure. tagging, it's all about making a contact. If you make a contact, you win. And the guy being tagged, it's anti contact. I just don't want to get contact, right? So it's right. it's asymmetrical. But but if you said that tag is a striking game People would laugh at you. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid, right? And I think that's similar to the 90% a Timmy thing. And maybe I'm wrong. And, and you know, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really coming more and more to the conclusion that, like, at the top, nothing makes sense. Like, you know, like, you know, like, look, Aikido really can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. I mean, that really is true. There's mm-hmm. so many people muddling in the pie mm-hmm. that, you know, to say it's a raspberry pie is like, well, but there's some blueberries over there. Yeah. It's like, you know. Like, <laughs> Somebody threw some strawberries. That's right. That's right. Did you see the apple crust? Well, I mean, come on, man. So, so like, you know, whatever. It's, it's a damn big game, pie. Right? It's a damn big pie. But I would, I would suspect that that's basically what Yoshiba meant by that. I mean, that would be my guess, mm-hmm. you know, like the 90% of Timmy thing. Right. Is that it's like, it's it's like contact tag. Mm-hmm. It's like tag. Right. That it's based on, that because we know that someone is trying to get us physically, um, and however that might be, they might be trying to hit us with a bokan, or they might be trying to throw something at us, or they might be trying to punch us, or they... Uh, and that part doesn't matter. It's just the fact that they want to 
get our right. body exactly right and how do how can we not of, let him get us right, yeah right. yeah well it's funny because like we're still like of course i think we're using our own um lens lens to to look at it because like i think what you're saying holds true that like you wish you would probably meant that it's a, a system that happens in the realm of contact is being made right somehow right, right right but like we're still putting our lens on it of like they're trying to contact me and i don't want to be contacted sure that is our lens yes um, absolutely but like who like yeah, really who, who the fuck else. knows like yeah it, you know because yeah i mean this is the difficulty with trying to understand what the old man said right years after I mean, he's it, dead it's and, ridiculous you know. to try and figure out what that guy was all about you know yeah, like i mean yeah. like it's it's fun and it's interesting but but it's like you're not going to get to the bottom of it. No one's going to get to the bottom of it. And 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 the, probably the truth is because there is no bottom to it. Right. 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 So the best so, you can do is figure it out for yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah. What do you think it then, is? You know, uh, can you clearly represent it? Stick to to that. Uh, but I I like that you were able to give like a more like broad translation. Mm-hmm. You know, like of an understanding of like at, not a temi as striking, but a temi as contact that like. Right. Aikido is something about a lot about us trying to or someone trying to get someone and maybe the other person trying to get them back or maybe not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Who I, knows? I think, you know, this is the problem, especially so when you're new to martial arts and, and by new, I mean, you haven't spent a lot of time uh, studying it in its various contexts. And, and by that, I mean, like formally studying it, studying it on your own, maybe competing in something, you know, like getting a broad idea of what this stuff is like until you've done that you just kind of learn the vernacular and then all assumptions about what those words mean just go back to that vernacular and that vernacular alone so throwing is another good example throwing must mean smashing someone on the ground right this was my point earlier right right the way that we sort of view uh throwing as uh, a a projection right exactly right uh, that could be out could be down could be sideways could be you right. know and i mean you know like w- it's easy to break down it's just we don't think to do this because in martial arts when we say the word throw we mean smash someone into the ground that's what we mean right and so right. you it picture a, a big very... judo throw right like that's what you picture but if i say throw the ball no one's thinking about you throwing it into the ground right. that's right. Stupid. That stupid you're right. throwing it at something right <laughs> like Right, I would and, never throw the, yeah. And I mean, here's something for you. If you project someone into someone else, you just made a Timmy. Right, right. right. So it's a waste of your effort, especially in a multi-attacker situation, to throw someone at the ground when you could throw them at, at another at motherfucker. Another person, yeah. And this is kind of goes back to what I was trying to get at earlier a little bit, which is like, just because you're throwing someone at someone else, say, and that we could call that a Timmy, like doesn't mean that you are trying to hurt the second person right. with the first person. Not that it matters. Right. Not that you give a shit whether they get hurt or not because they're fucking right. attacking. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Asshole. But like, <laughs> what an asshole. Um, the second person, like, the the seems like to me a, a, a more practical and main purpose of throwing someone into someone else is to stop them. Yeah. Or to, to tangle them up to buy you time That's to right. you know make it more difficult. You know. But I think we we tend to have such a like focus on like hurting as a way of making someone stop well right uh, and i think that's a hundred percent and this comes from you see this a lot of times uh so you're doing a technique and then in the technique they they stop and they're like and then you can and they show the seven different places right. that you can strike someone right like right. you can put them in the face or hit them in the dead or break the elbow or blah 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 or come to their knee or blow you know right. all of this stuff um 
And all of it, and sometimes doing all of that actually takes away from the thing that you would want to be doing with the technique, for instance. Right, right, right. right so right, if the right. technique is like, I just want to get you away from me, but I'm going to take this moment to punch you in the ribs four times or karate chop you to the neck or whatever, am I really getting my goal out of it? Right, 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 um, right, right. In, in the most efficient way. Like, might be fun to punch someone in the ribs four or five times. <laughs> but if my goal is just like, you need to be over there, why am I holding them close so I can sure. punch them in the ribs? Sure, sure. But that's what you see a lot. It's like, remember, and even if they don't say like, you should do this, they, you know, you at least got to point it out. Here are all the... Yeah. You know. I remember... Uh... Uh, I was learning throwing, right? And uh, uh, I, I was I was wanting to do it for a tournament. And I was talking to my teacher at the time, and I said, "Hey, when someone sags their hips back, what what do I do? What do I do to to, to throw? throw them?" And he was like, "Well, you can maybe do this. You can maybe do this. You can maybe do this. But the truth is, it's just a shitty place to throw someone." from and and that's why they're sagging their hips back and you just shouldn't try to throw someone who's sagging their hips back and i was like well well then what do i do what do i do and he's like he's like well the truth is the ref will probably call it because they're just kind of stalling and they're not trying to throw you so it you know it's like they're going to reset you guys and so you don't need to worry about that and you know it really hit me at that time like talking about that that it's like a good tactic to keep someone from throwing you is to kind of sag your hips back and in an athletic way because there's all kinds of little things you can do to make that difficult for the person to do. But 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 in general, sag your hips back. And so that makes throwing someone who wants to sag their hips back a protracted affair, right? And so if you want to do things decisively and fast, you can't try to throw someone who's sagging their hips back. Right, right. Like you, you can't do that. And so if, you know... You're like, oh, I'm going to take out multiple attackers, and the first guy you grab sags his hips back. Well, you can't you throw can't the throw fucker anymore, right? right? right, right? right like, right, so right, yeah. you can smash him in the face, you can uh, kick him, or you can do all all kinds of things open up from that. But and so it's just like you know, like we just get this idea that like, oh, I'm just going to learn X, I'm going to learn boxing, and then I'll, I'll beat everyone. I'm just going to learn judo, and then I'm going to beat everyone. I'm just going to learn ground fighting. I'm just going to beat everyone. And it's like, no, there's problems with all those things, and so like you have to like understand how the whole field works you know there's not you can't just look through one little tiny lens and get it i don't know why i was talking about that mm, something about it yeah. set me off yeah something about that it's all good we're <laughs> we're rambling That's the way that this episode is designed yeah absolutely. it's just yeah. uh everywhere i didn't want to interject this earlier because mm-hmm. it's really stupid but uh when you said tulsa like ride i was like that does not sound like a wrestling move, but I mean, it does sound like a wrestling move. And I was like, we should play this game where uh, one of us has a list of things and we have to guess oh, whether it's a uh, real one or a false one. No, no, no whether oh. it's, yeah, sure, a real one or a false one. I was thinking a uh, a wrestling move, um, an alcoholic drink, or, or a, a sex, sex position. Or a sex <laughs> Hell yeah. Because they all, all right. sound like, you know, sex on the beach. Also, you know? leg like, ride is definitely a sex position. That sounds like also. a sex position. Also, sure, it's sure. both. I'm one. Sure. I took her on a total. Yeah, I so, mean, <laughs> a rusty trombone. Maybe it's a shot of that, of gin and <laughs> some of those. I think are probably both. I think some of those would be I both. Bet some of those are both. Yeah, yeah. That's a good game, and maybe not for this podcast. Russian but. tie. I mean, that could be a drink. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. A mai tai. A mai, yeah. 
that wait, that could be a wrestling match. Is that a martial art? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was not important yeah. to the conversation earlier. So I was New holding, on, game holding on to it. Yeah. yeah. No. If you yeah, if listeners want to do it on their own, I think that's a great. Uh, yeah. And and then send us in how it went for you. I like the idea of like you know like that's uh, what I want to hear. Like uh, uh, Scott Burns calling Jared Wilson and being like, "Hey, let's meet up. Let's meet up. Let's play gonna, this game. We're gonna play a game." <laughs> We should. So remember when we were doing uh, periodically, we would have our little Zoom meeting things. Uh huh. We could definitely do that as a Zoom meeting. Everybody get on and have your little drink, and yeah, and then we do like a. And and if you if you answer incorrectly about a wrestling move, you got to wrestle the person next to you. If you you answer incorrectly about a drinking move, you got whoa 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 oh slow that train down. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Whoa, dude! (laughs) Everyone has to bring a partner. (laughs) Pull that back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like where this is heading. There's still, there are still some kinks, pun intended, that we have to work <laughs> out here. Come on, you guys. Ugh. All right, back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's was, that again? Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. remember. No, um, Timmy. And the 90% of uh, Aikido. I mean, this is just is. a Timmy, right? So we, we're yeah. not just talking about that. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. think about a Timmy. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what about, like... So let's talk about how we personally, how you personally view a Temi, um, and sort of its import importance or not in sort of the way that you design things. Because in some ways, I think some people could watch what we do and say like, they don't there's really no do, Temi. There's no Temi. They re- really do uh, hardly any. On the flip side, uh, I would say no. Like ev- everything is like. For it's a, us, it's it a Timmy all the way down. Hundred percent because it is like everything is based on a Timmy. If right. there's no a Timmy, then we have nothing. Nothing to do. We yep. have no, you know, like if there's no a Timmy, we went like we have what we want. Right. Right. You know, like that's the anyway. So I don't know if if uh, you can explain that better than maybe I just did, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's real simple, and I think most of our listeners understand this uh, idea. But but basically, like. I translate the word to Timmy as like bodily contact of some sort. And like, I call that, that whole thing, like the range of contact, like that's like, whether you're boxing or hitting someone with a stick or whatever, like you're just trying to make contact or someone's trying to make contact with you, whether it's symmetrical or asymmetrical, doesn't matter. Like, um, but that's it. And so like, to me, you know, what Aikido is trying to solve is, and, and this is like the loophole for physicality right so like you know if you're wrestling and someone weighs 200 pounds more than you in the wrestling match it doesn't matter how skilled you are that 200 pounds is just huge you know you take it's gonna be difficult for you to overcome exactly not impossible yeah take a 120 pound brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt um against a 220 pound just regular athletic dude and I, I almost guarantee the 220 pound, you know, unless he exhausts himself or a tactic is used by the, the skilled grappler to wear him down. But it's just it's just too huge. And so if you think about that, you realize that anything that's not grappling is better for a small person than anything that's grappling. Right. So, yeah, boxing's already the better. odds are more in your favor. That's exactly right. If you're that's a smaller exactly person. Right. Exactly right. And I mean, you know, with boxing. It still sucks because it's all about like hitting. And so if someone's bigger than you, they can take more shots than you and they can deliver more powerful shots than you. So that sucks. So you would have to be really good at avoiding someone in order to hit them and and then stack out. And so then we're starting to get into the realm of what I think Aikido is all about, which is like 
we just want zero contact. Mm -hmm. Like, because it doesn't matter how big they are if we make zero contact, right? And so then you can see like a 120 pound person versus a 220 pound person, there is no advantage if there is no contact mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they can't punch you and make more force. You're not trying to punch them and make more force. They can't hold you. So you're just running around. So it's really just who's fastest, mm -hmm. right? And like who's most agile, who's most, mm -hmm. you know, able to deal sure. with that kind of engagement. So when you knock it back to that, that area, that's where Aikido has some hope because it's like, doesn't matter your size. It just matters your ability to move at mm -hmm. that point, you know, and we can keep knocking it back further. But as far as like physical Aikido goes, that's the whole thing in my right, opinion, right. right? Like, yeah. And you could take it outside of the physical completely and just be like, can I read intention? Sure. Sure. And that'd be the best. And that would be the best. And that's what real old people can, can do, right, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, that's something so you have to. if you weren't as physical, that's where you would want to be that's where you would want to be because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to move around, but I can ascertain that this person's trouble before they even know their trouble. Right, and right, I can just right. not be in the proximity of that. Yeah. Right. If I can wax poetic for just a moment, this, this might take us off. <laughs> Go for it. Off Go for it. it. I want it. I love it. I want it. Yesterday I was thinking about sword and sorcery movies. And I was thinking about why they're awesome and why they suck. And so sword and sorcery is like Conan the Barbarian or something, right? So this world the, of some unknown time um, that uh, there's swords people and there are, you know, like warriors. And then there are wizards and, and sorcerers. And Mag they, they do this. Yeah, magical people. And, and they, do, they do witchcraft. And, and in sword and sorcery movies, they always meet, right? So like an emaciated old dude and um, some badass fighter chick. Um, who's real yoked, um, they can be equal because the the emaciated wizard guy like conjures a dragon who comes right, and right. fights the buff chick, right? Like, right. so so that right. can totally yeah. happen, right? And, uh, you know, that's a neat idea. It's a fun idea. Um, and, but the literal truth of that is that like there's a corporeal plane and there's a spiritual plane, right? And and these sounds, sounds wacky when I'm saying this, but there's a corporeal plane. Like I can pick up a glass of water and drink it. I can, you know, smash something with a with a bar of steel. And there's a spiritual world. Like I can make you feel bad for drinking my grape juice, mm -hmm. and I can psychic damage, right? And I can make you I can make you feel delighted for for doing chores for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's really the realm that these would meet. So like the movie kind of makes a like. I cast vicious mockery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the real, yeah, yeah. That's like real spiritual damage stuff, you know? But what the movie does is it it makes it so we can see how they would fight. Sure. Because it right. would be really a boring movie if the priest just went and whispered to the guy like, you remember when you were mean to your mom when you were <laughs> right, 12? Right, right, right. That hurt her feelings and she cried. And now she wants to commit suicide every day because of you. You know, and like that kind of shit hurts that <laughs> right, person, right. right? Like that is like real spiritual attacks. All we right? see is the, the hero on his knees, like clutching his right, heart. Right. Like, oh. right. Way cooler if a blue done? dragon of electricity comes out and snaps him in right, the heart. You know, right. way cooler. Right. So, so, so like this is this, this, this little idea is at the heart of things because it's like a sword and sorcery movie. Uh, paints a very silly picture, but also a very real picture because on a spiritual plane, spiritual planes can dominate corporeal planes. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, it's totally sure. possible. Yeah. You see it all the time when like a, you know, uh, 110 pound mom tells her 220 pound year old, uh, 15 year old to go to bed right now and shut the fuck up. And the kid does it. Right. And it's like, she's spiritual. Right. You, right? <laughs> right. Like right, she right, got right, you right, kid. Right. Like she dominated your ass right now. Um, <laughs> 
And so, like, so that does really exist, and so sword and sorcery movies show that. And so, like, what you're saying right now is, you know, like, in Aikido, my opinion is because we want to make accords, which is a spiritual thing, essentially, right? Sure, yeah. So the further we get away from corporeal, the better. So it absolutely couldn't be grappling because bigger people will always dominate us. It could kind of be some kind of striking thing, but they're still going to dominate us a lot. But the furthest or the, the shallowest we can play it on the corporeal plane is just about movement. And so if you can become agile and understand the right positions to move in, that does give you a chance to deal with a really corporeal person. And they can't use their extra force on top of you if you can manage that. But like Josh was saying, you can play that back even further. So it gets to like, hey, do you want to just be friends? Okay, right, cool. Right. Let's do things together. Guys, new PC term just dropped. Oh. You're, <laughs> instead of calling someone fat or husky or whatever... Rude thing. You just call them very corporeal. Very corporeal. That is one corporeal that sucker. Dude. That's a corporeal. Made me extra corporeal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've become more corporeal in the last two years. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I don't know. I hope I didn't take us too far off. But like, no, you know, I think that's per. I, I think that's a really like good kind of explanation of that that people don't under like. That's very difficult to see otherwise. Right. You know, because we talk about this like idea of like using people's energies against them or whatever how are we talk about it but i don't think people can like properly visualize or properly set it in their head of what that actually means that it's like when we're talking about like the stuff that aikido does it doesn't mean that like i have some skill that allows me to uh punch them uh and then they're just going to fall down um but it does mean that i have some skills that makes it very difficult for you to even understand where i'm going to be because right, i can right. read you so well right that i'm always going to be a step ahead a step ahead a right, step ahead right, right with whatever you think that you want to do right that's right and so i'm sort of giving you i'm giving you what you want um and also taking away what you want if that makes sense right you know and that i can only do that by being outside well yeah outside the physical Right. Yeah. In a corporeal battle, the person with the greatest corpus wins, you know, like, I mean, that's, that's the way it works. And so like, you know, in, in a spiritual battle, it's the person who's developed their spirit the best, you know? And, and so like, that's what I think. And, you know, it, it really sounds crazy. Like, I mean, what I'm saying is very lucid, you know, it's very, very on the surface, but when I use these words, it sounds right. wacky. Yeah. You know, spiritual, develop yeah. your spirit. You're developing our spirit. Which is what we're doing. Like, I mean, I think that's what the old guy was saying. And I mean, that's just my read. But it's true. That's what I think the old guy was talking about. I I agree. This is so, again, sorry, I'm super off topic today. But um, also, spoilers ahead for Avatar The Last Airbender. But it's an old TV show. So if you haven't watched it by now, then stop this podcast immediately and go watch it. It's a cartoon, but it's great. There's only like five seasons and then... <laughs> all the chorus stuff and then it's you, only you, like it, it it'll take you a month to it's get also to like it, a but... child's show so you can just watch it while you yeah. do work or whatever no, 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 but, no. You but gotta, then you'll miss the real meaning yeah, right you gotta pay attention. yeah you, you gotta pay attention deeper, deeper lessons you better be taking notes yeah. it's a real it's a real and, good uh, show don't get confused and end up watching the live action they're not the blue people or the oh movie. oh yeah or the yeah or the live action Shyamalan. yeah no 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 cartoon nickelodeon i was watching uh tiktok the other day uh, down the tiktok rabbit hole and someone was talking about one of the reasons that the the finale of avatar the last airbender is so good 
um, because they're building up the whole time that like Aang is the airbender and he's also, uh, I mean the, the avatar, he's also an airbender and the thing is also a little child, right? He's also a little child, but his people are pacifists and he's working up to this epic showdown with the fire Lord who is horrible and everyone's telling him, sorry, dude, you're you're, going to have to kill him. Right. You're going to have to kill him and you have to put aside your culture as an airbender and do what you have to do as the avatar. And I, you know, so again, spoilers for the ending, but he doesn't kill the fire Lord. He takes away his power. And I think it's a fun, like looking at like, what are other ways to handle conflict um, and stay true to whatever your personal thing is or whatever you need to do? I'm not saying this is like Aikido is about like, you right, know, right, saving right, the other person right. necessarily, but like, I really like that it highlights like he doesn't have to, because I think in most other media where we see like the epic duel, it ends in someone dying or someone submitting the other person completely. And like, while he is submitting the Fire Lord in the sense that he's taking his power away, like he he doesn't compromise himself to do so. Like he's still true to being an, an airbender, right, which is like right, right. very, like very evasive, very like Aikido esque. And like, I think it, it has some like relevancy and like reshaping the way that we see, like how to handle conflict. You right, know what I mean? Right, like he right. finds a new way to negotiate that. I mean, that like problem. civil disobedience is the same, the right. same kind of thing where, where it's like, you know, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to stoop to that level, but I'm going to make things uneasy for you, you know? Right, and it's right. like, you know, you could say that a lot of people, maybe everyone who participates in social disobedience is a pacifist, but that doesn't mean they're not doing anything, you know? Right, like, right. I mean, actually, I don't know if that they meet the, the definition of pacifist or not, you know? Like, but it's, it's an interesting kind of concept, and there's lots of ways other than going head on head at something, you know? Right. And I think that's really what Yoshi was talking about more, and, like, he wasn't a pacifist either, you know? Right. And I think that's also the important thing to to point out about uh, uh, Timmy, and I think in some ways this is what some people are trying to get at when they're talking about like all of those little things within the technique. It's like, here are the opportunities for the places that you could strike deadly force into people, but you don't have to take it. That's like what they're, right. What right. they're saying. Right. But of course, we have the power to, to kill right. them right. with one right. punch. But you don't have to, um, to take it. I don't know where I was going with that other than pointing that out that, you know. Um, right. That, that, that's sort of the implication yeah, think... there is that, that like, here are all these opportunities for us to do things, but we don't have to, right. you know. But I, I think, yeah, I don't know if you're going to get at this right now, Chris, but, like, the way that we tend to frame stuff, so, like, using, again, that the ending to Avatar, like, the, the issue with that is still, like, that, like, we always assume that we're in the position, because we, we put ourselves onto the protagonist, so we go, like, oh, yes, like, Avatar Aang, we can be in the position to choose whether or not to hurt someone or kill someone like right. that. We ultimately right. have the decision-making power. Right. And like, while it's true, you always have a choice that doesn't mean that you have the final say on how that's shit right. goes. That's right. And so like, that's the difficulty of living in the real world is going like, sometimes I can hit them and it does nothing. And sometimes, you know, I don't really have a choice as to like whether or not violence is going to happen because it's already happening. And, all I can do is make sure that I take care of myself to the best of my ability rather than like, I'm going to, you know, karate chop right, this guy right, into right. submission. So let's, you know? let's talk a little bit about that. Cause I think it gets to the heart for us about what a Temi, like what is the purpose of a Temi um, 
for us, let's say, on the the Nage side, you know, mm. so right. like we, the actual act of making yes. it. Yes, right. So, yeah, so yeah. we know that like the whole thing is based on someone wanting to come in and get get me, let's say. Um, but what is the purpose of me doing a Temi uh, if I need to? On yeah, I mean, you're just buying yourself time and space and 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 giving the guy something to worry about you know like i mean so we've been a lot working in the school lately on like a stiff arm basically which is shoving your hand in their face and i mean if we were going to talk about aikido we could say it's it's you know a sankaku sabaki or or we could just talk about you know football and say it's a stiff arm right but like the idea of that is not that i'm going to hit them and they're going to fall down dead the idea is that nor when, nor when, is it I'm going to hit them and I'm going to throw them afterwards because they're like unbalanced. Sure, yeah, I'm going to hit them so I can get in there and throw them. Right. The idea is simply that I put my hand here and it's hard for you to pull me in or grab me or do any of that crap you right. want to do to me. And all I want is you not to grab me. That's all I want. And so if I hit you like that, if my hand comes out straight and I'm solidly locked in that position, it's real hard for you to come in and yeah. get me. And that's what we use it for. I was trying to explain to one of our students. Um, so, you know, we have in our school the way that we use Aikido is, you know, we can use Aiki in three different ways, meeting them, leading them or avoiding them. And I was trying to kind of work her brain around different ways to think about meeting, leading and avoiding because th those principles apply in all kinds of ways. Mm -hmm. And she kept kind of going, um, well, like meeting, I guess, is when you fail to get out of the way or you huh. fail to lead them. And so like in, in the example of like a shomenuchi, like they hit your head with the showman, you know? So it's like a, she was looking at it only as like a failure. Uh -huh. And I was like, well, what about the situation where they're, they've got a katadori grab and they're trying to get to real kata. And so they're reaching for that other shoulder and you do a triangle and your hand meets their face. Filling like space, yeah. <laughs> you're filling that space and you are choosing to meet with them. That's right. With the purpose of getting like procuring more space for yourself. That's right. And she was like, oh shit. Like yeah. I didn't even think about that. That is a very, and I've ha I've been having uh, similar situation conversations and I, uh, with students. And I think this is a difficult one, especially because of the way, because of the way that we choose to look at, um, Aikido and what our goal is, which is just like autonomy, leading and avoiding very clear, mm -hmm. very clear mm -hmm. as yeah. to how that works, right? I, yeah. can, I know that you want me so I can lead you around where I want to go. I know that you want me so I can disappear. Meeting's a difficult one mm -hmm. because it's like, well, I don't want to meet right. you. Like, why would I want to meet why you? Would I, yeah, why would I, you know, want to meet you? Right. And so that's, it, that's kind of a hard one to, to sort of ferret out for people because it does sort of seem like well you're gonna meet them because the other two you know the other two are ideal so maybe those don't work or, or something you know so I mean, it, it's kind of difficult i think like you know again back to our sword and sorcery thing like if if we talk about corporeal corporeal meeting like in my head i think of like an ikea tosh where like they're coming for me and i drop low yeah, and they, yeah, they yeah, fall yeah. over me right like mm -hmm. that's physically that's what i'm thinking about if i think about it another way though and the way i think about it most of the time is we are going to meet to discuss something so it never becomes physical right. Right. i'm going to meet you where you're at and go oh oh okay that's what you want well we can do that or you know like i i wonder if that's a reason that we have such a hard time wrapping our heads around like what is meeting whether it's in the spiritual plane or the corporeal mm -hmm. plane mm -hmm. like because 
the way that people think about things is so black and white. It's so much like leader, I'm in charge mm-hmm. or avoiding, I am escaping, I'm, I'm, you know, being pursued or, you know, like very like either or and meeting is somewhere in between those. So it's like, we're both choosing to come together in some kind of way and we'll see what happens when we get there. Um, and so that's like, it's hard to go like, why would I, especially in the system that as we show it, which is like, we don't want to necessarily fight quote unquote with someone. And so the only way that I can see meeting is fighting. Right. And it's like, well, there's other ways to meet. Lots of ways to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Shaking hands is meeting. Right. 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 Yeah. So, uh, whenever we would have the kids kind of play this out, um, uh, Chris would always use the, uh, uh, high five. Right. Have, you know, I could put my hand out and as you come, I could take it away real quick. Too slow. Put my hand out and as you come, I pull it away, but in a way that you still think you can get it to it. Or I put my hand out and then you high five and we both have a good time because that's what we wanted in the first right. place was to get a high five. You know, That's why I think it's so, now we're going down the meeting, leading and avoiding path, but um, it's so important to like work your brain through different scenarios because I think like, so in the high five example, meeting is the most I mean, I guess it's the coolest high five. It's, it's the coolest, like, right? Right. The That's best. What you want? The right. best you version is the high five, unless you're an asshole and you want to, you know, go too slow. Um, Fuck those people. Yeah, too slow. Dude, Chris is one of those people. It's true. Chris is it's definitely true. one of those people. As someone who uh, has known Chris for a very long time, <laughs> and as a child. He was one of the people that would do that, and I would fall every time. Wait, okay, wait, wait. Every wait. time I fall for Would it. he also do the thing where he puts his finger on your shirt, and then you look down and go, Oh, no. no that's an asshole. But move. we did. We do have a friend, Mitta, uh, who would do that all the time. Like, all the time. Like, way too often. I did that to my sister more than a few times, <laughs> and it, she got really pissed off. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, like depending on which situation you apply these concepts of meeting, leading and avoiding to, you start to get weird skewed ideas of which one quote unquote is the best. Right. But right, it's like, right. it, and that's they're not just what you tools. Looking at. Right. That's like exactly you right. might start to think, Oh, well leading is clearly the best because like, there's all these good situations where you want to lead them where you want them to go or meeting is the best because I want to yeah. high five them. But it's like, they're all neutral. They're all just stuff yep. to, to use. Sometimes one of them's good and sometimes the other ones are good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the time like on this thing? Uh, Forty six minutes. Okay. We could start wrapping it up. We 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 kind of have a long uh, wrap uh, ending up. to yeah, these yeah. things we now. We typically so. do. Yeah. Somehow it could be another thirty about... minutes yeah. before this is done. <laughs> so strap in, people. <laughs> but let's go ahead and thank our Ooh. patrons. Thank you so much to Dan- Danielle Pinzuti, Kwang Ding Tien, Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan Rokujoku Nage is a Secret Technique, Heinrichs, Indeed. Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, podcast Nagami Nageyu, or I Wonder Who Threw Who, Jay, Food, that is all, mm-hmm. PDFC, mm-hmm. Pretty Decent Fighting Championship, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, Yarrow Assistant to the Regional Manager Madrona, Your Name Cannot Contain Special Characters Anymore, Buh. <laughs> oh really? What really? I guess I guess so. You so, can't yeah. name ampersand anymore, huh? <laughs> Son of a bitch! Oh, that, that was ampersand, yeah, huh? Was ampersand. Damn, that sucks. Well, that is miserable. Uh, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone. Two things true at once. Fourth on achieved after thirty years, still unable to apply Aikido in a live situation. Yeah. yeah. 
Happens to the best of us. Uh, Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippi, Sam Sulian, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Friends, Sometimes I Pay Attention, Martinson, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Cito, Matt Mumford, and Grant Templin. That's great. So uh, we should also thank, uh, so we haven't been able, well, Chris has uh, had his gi on in some of the videos, yeah? Have you had any yeah, other yeah, yeah, videos? Yeah, yeah, Fuji gis, yeah. Um, a nice, a nice yeah. dark blue indigo uh Fuji Gi, yeah, uh, sent to you by Fuji Gi. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very and, nice. Uh, and and the two nice new ones yes. arrived. That's Thanks correct. To yeah. uh, Matt Whalen. Thank you so, so much, Matt. Uh, that was a very very was. nice gift. It was very nice, and uh, we look so good now. I feel like we look like we need a picture. Yeah. Let's take a picture. Take next class. Oh, we could do that for our um, for our uh, you know like. Um, podcast picture there you go yeah. oh that's not a bad idea and we'll put that up so you can see it's really those geese look very nice yeah they're, they're so great. like they're i feel geese. very snazzy um, and they're awesome because i feel like the kind of the way that we had our we were just wearing sort of geese that were not necessarily designed for the thing that we were doing uh and so i i ripped many mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. not many but several in in the course of what we were doing and so I feel like these are really going to be They're very nice. robust. They're robust. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. So thank you so much for doing that for us, for uh, me and Maya, so that we can match with Sensei. Yeah. Which I think also is makes it us look cool. Yeah. Makes us look good when we're all lined up there. It does. Yeah. Uh, so people know who's in charge. That's right. That's you right. Know. That's also, it's super nice too. On um, when we when we have open mat, we'll roll, we'll um, do some grappling and. Um, we sometimes will wear our geese, and I feel like up to now, I really haven't had the appropriate geese to, to wear to, to roll do. in. Like, I have either my dumpy old white one or the, you know, the new one that I have been wearing as a, you know, as a uh, showdown, and, like, that one's too nice. So, yeah, like, yeah. I just, even though, like, it's just, like, me and Josh and Ted, and it's not a big deal, like, I just, it's nice to have, like, an actual, like, you know yeah brazilian jiu-jitsu like nice gi to wear and like you yeah. know something robust so that's like a bonus for me with that um so but, anyway and we look sharp as hell yeah. so if people yeah. come in that looks like, we look great yeah so we do yeah which kind of like for a long time you know and i don't really care but i should care a little more because it's like i have this gi and maybe the arm is kind of falling off or at least there's a <laughs> giant hole in it right um like whatever so it's very nice to actually look a little more professional um so i i do appreciate it and because also the other thing is not that i couldn't buy my own gi but i also am not gonna buy my, like josh is one of those people that's like not gonna not gonna buy his own gi until it's, until it's falling no, off no it's of seriously like well here's this thing that i clearly need and uh would use every day of my life but but a, but a new watch i'll, I'll hell yeah on, i'll put it on the list yeah, but a, well, no, I haven't bought a new watch in a while. So, anyway, thank you. That was very nice uh, for you to do, and we do appreciate that. So, yeah, and we'll see you in combat, combat con, Matt. Yeah. Okay. Um, tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Last week was real good. Yeah, you guys did a good job. I know. That. Well, see, that's actually a, so. Like that's talking how, about questions. That's, that's how a, we should use the questions because yes. we can answer them pretty quick and then and then jump through it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and but then if we have more to say, we can. Do we yeah. have any? We didn't have any questions come in this time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there anything uh, in particular that you've been feeling lately as you're training? Um. Or, or helping other people, because I know recently we've had some new students come in, um, 
And so it's been really nice because I feel like all of the higher ranking students have really gotten a workout in terms of, you know, working with white belts to kind of uh, progress, which hadn't happened in a, in a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of COVID, it was just the same group locked right. in. And so, uh, so it's been really nice to kind of have to revisit some of those levels where it's like, okay, how do we... How do we talk about this, do this, show this for someone who's at a, a relatively beginner level? For me, and I'm I'm sure that I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again because it's been, I've, I've reused this again, is like just asking the person with whatever you're doing what they know about it. Yeah. Like, have you done this before? Have you done, you know, like I, I always follow that rule now when I'm teaching someone to roll, but now I've been using it like when we do Ikkyo or when we do, you know, Kokyu Ho, like have you done this before? So that I don't, one, just like start telling them stuff they already know. But two, if they haven't, because I, I, I'll do it the other way where I assume that they have done it because they've been around, but maybe they missed that last class where we were doing it. And so then they're like, wait, what is this? And Did so just like asking, like who would have thunk? Like, Did so. I tell you that story about the um, the the guy in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, trying to teach me how to roll? <laughs> no. No. It was great. So like... uh you know, I'm already a black belt Nike and everything, and I was going to a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class, and I was at a new school, and they did exactly the school what I always do at my school is like the new guy, like stick him with one of the senior students and then have him go start off rolling and stuff, right? So we go over, and, and the guy goes through this long spiel about how to roll. Like and you're just sitting long, there quiet. Yeah, just sitting there, you know, he's teaching, I'm listening. And then he's like, okay, well, go ahead and give it a try. And so I did, and he's like, well, that was that was perfect. And and uh, he's like, have you, have you ever done that before? I said, yeah, I'm a black belt Nike. He's like, black belt Nike? Well, fuck, you're falling all the time. You're already great. Why'd you let me talk? <laughs> right. And that's the, It could have saved us right, all, right. a lot of trouble. But you were, he was doing what he thought right, was the right thing. Exactly you were right, doing the exactly right thing right. where it's just like, you're not going to stop him and be like, right. uh, that's how I feel a lot of times. Like, uh, especially because as you're talking about things, like people will look at you sometimes and you can't decipher, or at least I can't, whether you're looking at me like, oh, okay, what you're saying maybe doesn't make sense or I'm trying to suck, take it in or you're an idiot. I know how to do this already. Leave me alone. I can't like decipher that sometimes. And so I'm always just like, all right, try People it sometimes too will just go along with stuff like okay, again, all my stories start with this now. I start, I saw a TikTok <laughs> <laughs> This woman was working at a, a like a like a business park where like they have a shared reception, but it's all these different businesses. And she's a like works at like a waxing studio, and so she called for her client. And this woman got up and she's like takes the client back and is like, "Okay, go ahead and get undressed to do your waxing." And the woman like took her pants up, like did what she told her to do, and then she was like, "Okay, lay down on the table." And the lady was like, "Wait, what?" And she's like, "Wait." what and the lady was not her appointment and the lady was there to sign paperwork with an attorney and and this woman telling the story is just like why did you take your pants off when i told you to like why wouldn't you have questioned it at that moment like because like, you're the boss and you did However, we got to sign papers. That's how I'll sign it. And, like, the woman had a stack of papers with her and, like, I'm was ready. I'm fine uh, signing papers naked. <laughs> yeah. But don't take put, off your pants. Don't well, of course. Put me on that table. Of course I'm going to take off my pants. I'm going to sign some papers right now. I'm fine oh with no pants, but not no <laughs> pants on the table. So, anyway, just it's good to verify with yes. people that you're on the same page. <laughs> 
that everybody knows what they're... Are you, are you wanting to be in Aikido? Is right. This, are you, you stumbling into something else? <laughs> but I mean, you know, actually, like, like, do you, are, are you aware of what we're doing? Yeah. Have you done it before? Like, you know, yeah. are you yeah. familiar with Judge this? Levels, you know? especially with new people. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a very... Yeah, I feel, I mean, obviously, yeah, not with another black belt or something, but... Well, know. I mean, you never know. If they're coming in from wherever, you never know. Yeah. I'm sure this is doubly true, too, going to, like, seminars and stuff. Like, is because you're, like, working with people that you've never met before. And not that you're going to do that to another black belt, but, like, if you worked with someone who's at a seminar who's, like, you know, just wearing a white belt, you don't know what rank they are, right. you don't know what they know. Like, I assume nobody knows shit. Like, it, like when I go to a seminar, period, it doesn't matter what That's you probably safe. Like I definitely... Yeah. Uh, and take it with that level that's of That's right. I also assume I don't know shit, because I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing. That's so exactly I'm right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I um, remember having black belts come to, to our school, and we were doing um, some footwork stuff, and it was very easy, like, easy stuff. But it was stuff that, like, uh, if you had never done it before... Like, it would take at least a couple rounds for you to understand, like, what we were doing. Um, but it was just weird to me because I was just like, well, this person's a black belt. And they were sort of struggling with it for a while. And I was like, what is going on here? And then it took me a while to realize, like, oh, okay, there's just a little bit of a, like, a lag time in, like, understanding of what we're doing right for them to get there. right 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 i mean i think it's important to remember and i'm saying this about myself <laughs> like just because someone's a black belt or like has experience in something physical doesn't mean that they're that good at learning new physical stuff mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. because they have a black belt they've proven that they can learn one style of physical stuff so they have that experience but it doesn't mean that they're like maybe naturally good with their bodies or naturally good at picking up like footwork or things like that yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. um so you can get surprised by yourself like oh shit why am i sucking so bad at right, this and it's right, like well because right. it's new right so all right that is it we did it yeah good and job it guys wasn't a, it was probably what was that 10 minutes five minutes that was like 15 minutes of, or 57 um, minutes now, so. okay so it was like <laughs> See, um, I told you guys. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll get you guys uh, what we're going to do with the schedule here. We're not going to drop it off right away. We'll probably do a, a little bit more we'll do time a, before yeah. we... Uh, we'll, we'll announce. Because we, we don't want like, like a super shock. We, we, right. just, we disappear. Right. We don't want then, anyone to riot. Right, everybody right, right. start crying and stuff. Um, and, you know, obviously, even when... We, if You know, we'll take a, a, a break while we sort of work on the n next season. And during that time... People can always get in touch with us. Oh, hell yeah. very uh, yeah. accessible. Yeah. There's also um, 235 episodes stockpiled yeah. right now, I think. So, like, there's this. And only, like, probably you don't have to be alone. 20 of those are uh, unlistenable. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, about, what, uh, maybe about 50 of those no. are unlistenable. Silver <laughs> Thrommel says. Silver <laughs> Thrommel also, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I am meaning to get to... Uh, he, he's been doing an awesome job of taking all the episodes and breaking them down. Uh -huh. And so there's transcripts of them. Now. Oh, that's great. Uh, or and so I, I just have to give them some space on the internet okay. to host them. But, Sweet. Uh, that, that is coming. That's another project. Yeah, yeah, maybe that will be, actually, that's a good use of time during Transcriptions, the, the that's season. great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to hear my, or re, like see transcribed sometimes. You could do, um, we could do one of those things where you take all the transcripts and then you, um, make one of those like word um pictures where oh, it shows yeah, like yeah, which yeah, words yeah. show up the most often mm -hmm. i'd like to see that for for what, josh specifically <laughs> like what words he says most what i would like to do this could be fun uh is uh we get one of the transcriptions of the earlier 
we'll just read it and reenact it <laughs> as one of our. God, that, that sounds miserable. That, that's what I would like to see. So let's um let's switch characters though. Okay, yes, that I'll, sounds great. I'll be Josh. <laughs> yes. All right. Now we have a plan. All right. All right Until guys. next time.